Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. Grandma, what is new with you? Uh, really nothing. I've been uh, figuring out uh, what to do this weekend, uh, making some plans because uh, we're going to go to the beach. I'm getting new porch furniture, which is like I haven't gotten new porch furniture in 25 years. So this is a major huge. event of the century. Huge. Uh, and of course, Poppy doesn't think all the cha- everything's going to get there, but I'm being confident. Uh, that's my big mm-hmm. plan. And uh, then I guess, I don't know, I think I'll hang out a little bit in Sag Harbor, take a walk around. I, I really, if the weather's nice, I would even go out to Montauk for the afternoon on Sunday. But Look at you. Are you going to go to Surf Lodge and Bounce and all the bars that my friends go to? No, I can't get into those places. I'll probably just go to some cute little, there's a, a place in Neopog that I love for lunch called the Clam Bar. And um, If there was a line at a bar, would you go up and be like, I'm Grandma Gail, let me in, or just wait on the line? I, I think I would probably wait on the line unless somebody said oh there's grandma gail let her come in front yeah. of us I, I don't think i would push my way in yet i'm not i haven't gotten to the superstar status yet a list right no uh, i consider us a list oh yeah that's no i definitely you and me think that and no one else i don't care <laughs> so uh i'm going to newport this weekend that with is my girlfriends my favorite places absolutely beautiful you have to go to that uh, the Turo synagogue that's really beautiful i don't think we're gonna do that well, well, why don't you just go even though your friends might not be jewish it would be fun to go see it it's Maybe. beautiful we'll it's the see. oldest synagogue yeah. in the in the united states actually yeah. um so we're doing a lot of dating talk today one thing i want to discuss a fu- we, so we did a tiktok recently of grandma's tips on how to act like a lady when inviting a guy over to your apartment and it got a lot of hits and people's responses were really interesting because people were like this is so nice i would never like no girls do this anymore if a girl did this i would make them my wife immediately and they were such simple things they were like ask what he's in the mood to eat like yeah, i make an order have orders and wine out right I mean, how hard is it to pe- put a piece of brie out uh, with some crackers and and have a, gl- a bottle of wine on a table and make it look festive? Uh, see, I think that's the problem. People are so busy with themselves. It's such a me too generation and that they're not thinking of how... That's not what me too means. Me too is a sexual assault. Oh, the... Oh, I didn't mean that. What do I mean by this? It's just like a selfish generation. No, it's like, like the millennials are always into themselves. Yeah. Not me too. Forget that, guys. Um, so one girl was like, 99% of men nowadays don't even deserve a crust of bread and water when coming home. Oh, I feel so sorry for her. <laughs> See, I don't agree with that. That's that. Then you, then you shouldn't even waste your time with that kind of person. But if somebody's nice and you really like them and you're having a good time together, it's nice to entertain in your own apartment mm-hmm. if you have one. People and- also loved the idea of like making dessert together. Well, I thought that's a great idea. I've seen that on, you know what? I'm watching too many of those Hallmark movies, and everybody always makes cupcakes together at the end of the movie. I think mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing, and I wouldn't have thought about it years ago, but I do think it's a fun activity, and it also breaks the ice. If you, if you haven't been dating that long, it can be a fun thing to do mm-hmm. and makes you a little more relaxed together. Yeah. Well, people were also like, why can't I wear sweatpants? Because I don't think you should wear sweatpants to a, to a dinner with with a date. I, I really don't. I don't care where you're going. I wouldn't even wear sweatpants. I did that once going to somebody's house. 
Well, I don't. Why was it freezing cold? I mean, is there maybe it was a Super Bowl no, type of thing? No, it wasn't. It's just like well, if you're going to someone's apartment, I th- thought it was a lot to just wear jeans. Well, I I think that sweatpants belong in um, perhaps the gym or walking around the streets. I don't think it's a. I don't sp- or going out with girlfriends. You want to go out with your girlfriend, you can certainly put sweats on. But when you're when you have a a, a guy that's taking you out or you're taking mm-hmm. him out, get dressed, look nice. Someone was like, can she start teaching master classes on how to be classy? Do I you- have no time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my granddaughter's got me booked up for the rest of my life. That's so true. So I, I, can't, I can't give any more classes out. Otherwise, I have no me time. I've been back on the dating apps a little bit. And Which I hate, but okay. I know. And I feel like I'm kind of just doing it just to see. Like, I don't even know if I'll act on any of the, the dates on it. But I was just like, I don't know. I haven't been on them for like a year. And I was just curious. And so Hinge has this setting now of you can put what kind of relationship that you're looking for. So like, do you want a short term relationship? Are you looking for nothing serious? Are you looking for something long term? And that's like a feature and you can see what people's like real motivations are. What do you think about that? Well, you know, my feeling about these apps are not so positive. I, I understand the need for them because it's hard to meet people uh, when you're working all day. Um, but I, I think it's a good idea, actually, because if somebody just wants to go out and have a drink and just have a casual evening, then they know it right off the bat. If so, and if they're looking for something, a long-term relationship, if the other person really isn't into that, then why waste anybody's time? So I do think that actually it's a good idea. But do you think anyone's going to say honestly what they want on there? Well, if they don't, then there's no use to going on those apps. I mean, I think that's the point of the whole thing, to filter out the things that you that you don't want. I mean, if you're going to lie on the app, which I'm sure plenty of people do, uh, about uh, whether they're young, old, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I, I, then I think it defeats the purpose. But I actually think the idea of clarifying what you're looking for is beneficial. Mm-hmm. So I've been like playing around with it, and I've noticed a few things that I want to go through with you and get your opinion on. Okay. So... When somebody like is having a conversation with you and says something and then you don't respond for like a day or two and then they follow up again like question marks or like why haven't you responded like that's the biggest ick in the world like why would somebody do that? Well first of all why wouldn't you respond? Because (laughs) I'm not looking at it every single day. Well, I, th- I think that uh, I think that's a lie. I think everybody looks at their phone every <laughs> or single day. Or I just day. wasn't sure if they were cute. You're well, right. Well, that I, I think that's a lie. Everybody does look. It's like when somebody says they're not looking at their phone, you right. know what world are they in. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you do owe somebody uh, a, a response. And if you're not going to respond, that then it's almost rude. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what if you're on two different dating apps? Like let's say you're on Hinge and Raya right. and you match with the same person on both. So what? That sounds good. Then you both must have commonalities that both of you like and and accept it. But then which one, one do you on. talk on? Well, does it matter? No. So then just pick whichever uh, you feel like doing. I don't think it makes any difference. And mm-hmm. it's almost like fate and destiny if you're on uh, if you've matched up with the same person twice. Maybe. Another thing is, so what if you match with two guys and they have pictures together in their profiles so you know they're like really good friends? 
Well, you could always try one going out with one, and if you don't like him, go out with the other. But do you think I, they I, would talk about it? Who cares? I mean, you're dating. I mean, yeah. this is not relationships. I mean, in the old days, you were able to go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with a different guy. Until you've, you've said you're the one, you're entitled to go. And either the man is entitled to have more than a, one a date with uh, with uh, only one girl, and, mm-hmm. and you are as well. I think I think all's fair until you've made a commitment. Once the commitment is done, and what do you call it? Your your exclusive. Your exclusive. Then off the off the apps, off the things, mm-hmm. all, all other just things are out. Yeah, and so sometimes you match with people, and then neither person starts the conversation. Like, what is that about? Like, well, is it the same rules in real life? Like, should the guy always start the conversation in the dating app, or like if you've already matched, it doesn't really matter? I don't. Do you think it really matters? I think in today's world, who cares who starts the conversation? Yeah, uh, I, I think just start the conversation. If if it if it's if it comes, if it doesn't come easily, try to think of something cute to say to break the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, if it's too forced after a while, then maybe you just don't hit it off personality wise. But I think it's so unfair to say that over a text or over these apps yeah you know I, I think if you live in the same area say let's meet for a cup of coffee and and see somebody face to face because the thing is like are you going to do that with every single person you match with like that's maybe ca- that's a lot like I used to think you have like one or two back and forths and then you just ask the person out and like because you can't tell over message but now I'm kind of like I need to see part of your personality because like I don't have time to go out with every single person I match with. So, like, let's see if we get along over message first. Over the message or in person? No, in text before meeting in person. I I really think this, uh, you're over it. You know what? You young people have to do what makes you feel comfortable. I, after a a couple of messages back and forth, if there is some kind of little uh, enjoyment, a spark, whatever you would call it, I don't think you can have a spark over a text message. Uh, But But there could be banter. Yeah, banter. Let, let's meet in person yeah and do you think with the meeting in person like definitely have at least one mutual friend well it always would make it better i see I, what what upsets me is that you there's so many crazies in this world who do you how do you know how to decipher that do you get can you can't really tell if you know somebody then you can check out either the guy or the girl uh, or the girl and i think it's more comfortable that way so but yeah because but i'm sure a lot of these i'm Apps are, are, you know, I'm sure there's not a serial killer in the apps, yeah. but um, it would be better if you had a hookup with somebody you knew. Wait, so you're going to die. So we don't have to put this in, but he'll never listen to this. So I was chatting with someone on an app and then I'm watching the U.S. Open the other night. And I'm like, why does the winner look so familiar? Don't tell and me the, it was one of your dates. Literally, we're talking on an app. And I was like, oh, my God, he just won the U.S. Open. Are you serious? I swear. Is that crazy? So why did you go out with him? I guess I can. But I was like, wait, why does he look so familiar? And then, I, so then I tech, I messaged after. I was like, congrats. <laughs> Let's get into our dating topic of the week: codependency, both with your partner and also like codependency. You can have with your friends, with your friends, with your mom or maternal figure. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's talk about relationships first. Like, how do you know when you and your significant other are codependent and it's not just like normal? Well, 
See, I'm talking from an older generation, so I don't know. You know, as you get older, you become much more dependent on one another. That is for sure. So what maybe wasn't when you were in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, by the time you're in your 60s, you do become more dependent because, first of all, a lot of your friends go to different, um, uh, move away. They're not around anymore, uh, many different reasons. So you do get very dependent on your on your mate. So uh, that's just life. Uh, in the beginning, when you're in your 20s or, or 30s, I would say um, there's a moderate line that should be followed. I don't think you have to be together every single day. I don't, you know, if you're not married. Uh, I think texting 95 times a day is terrible. However, it would be nice if, if you are in a relationship together to say, Good morning. How's everything going? Hope your day is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, not every five minutes, what are you eating? What are you doing? Where are you going? Mm -hmm. How's the job? I think that becomes obsessive. And it, I think there's a line between uh, that is has to be drawn with So what is the behavior. line? Like, what is what is too much? I think it depends on you. Some people actually enjoy spending 24-7 when, when they can with their partner. And that's fine. See, I, I don't think yeah, there should 24 be any rules. Yeah, but 24-7 is... Not, to, not when the work day. I'm not talking about between 9 and 6 or 7. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about in the evening. Uh, they want to spend time together. They're not interested in going out with friends. They want to be... Well, I think that's a sign of codependency if you don't have friends. Yeah, but friends and, and, and a partner are different. Friends can be seen for a drink after work. And then your partner should be your, mm -hmm. your main focus. Or you could say Tuesday night is for the girls so then or maybe for the guys. The sign of codependency is like feeling like you can't function without them. Well, like, right. And if, nobody should feel that because yeah. then you're really not yourself anymore. Mm -hmm. you've, you've become a lot, you know, obsessive over the person. That's not good either. But I do think when you're in a serious relationship, you should be thinking, what would my partner be happy with? Yeah. And what makes me happy? And those are important things. And give yourself time. You're, you're allowed to have me time. Like mm -hmm. we were saying before, everybody has a time that they can go for themselves. They can go get a manicure. They can get themselves a haircut. They can yeah. take a, you know, go for a run in the park. That doesn't have to be together 24-7. Like I see things on social media all the time that says like, you should date yourself, like have like a date night with yourself, like whether that's doing, you know, relaxation, take a like tub and do a face mask or like watching a show you like and ordering in, but like treat your relationship with yourself just important as. I think that's nice. I, I, I think that's nice. I mean, I think that could be done on a Sunday also afternoon when, yeah. when either your guy is uh, watching a ball game or a thing and you could go do the same activity and then have dinner together as a couple. Well, then or, how come you said. a guy can go for a run in the park and, and, uh, you know, and, and do his thing. Right. I think everybody needs to have a little time to themselves. That I do agree. But then mm -hmm. I think if you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. And, and that's where it stands. Would you feel like it was weird, though, to, like, treat yourself at, with a date night as if it was, like, a partner? Like, you're, like, you set up a nice dinner, like, cook that's and, fun, like, play music it. and kind of, like, a real date night except with yourself. I think it's a little immature, if, you're, if you ask me, but everybody should do what they like. Uh, if I had to put music on and, and, and uh, put flowers uh, on the table and mm -hmm. get dressed up, I may as well go out with somebody. So I don't want to... Uh, my me night would be sitting in sweats and watching some stupid movie on Netflix. That would be my fantasy yeah. night. So yeah. uh, once I'm getting dressed up and putting on music and, and uh, making food for 
for myself that it, that's beautiful mm-hmm. I'd like to have a partner with me yeah do you feel like you're any level of codependent with Poppy uh yes sure we are no We're, not dependent like everyone's dependent but like I mean not just no, relying I, I, on each other like codependent like in the unhealthy way you know what? We're married almost 59 years, so we're unhealthy to begin with. <laughs> I have no idea. At this point, you just t- do whatever uh, you think makes the other person happy. Uh, not all the time do you want to be together. And sometimes you don't want to be together, but you know your partner is lonely, so you make the effort and you do it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of being mature and having a relationship. It's not all about you. It's about togetherness and but that you learn as you get older and it, it it's everybody has mm-hmm. a different um a different relationship and and desires on the, yeah. and that uh issue so let's say you're listening to this and you're like shit i think that i'm very codependent on my partner like i get very sad when i'm not with them and i have to run everything by them or whatever like are there any ways to set boundaries well you see i don't think that's so terrible what? I mean, if you're in a relationship, what what's so terrible asking about where he because wants? If, no, because if you feel like you cannot function without the person, oh, if you can function. Like then if you you're need- like if they're if they're like I have to work late tonight, and you're like get extremely stressed and anxious well, that's and sad, different. then that's no good. Then that's no good. Then you have to then actually you need to seek help. I don't think we're we're the psychologists yeah. to tell you what to do. If yeah. the fact that somebody is uh, doing his job or her job mm-hmm. and you can't function without them, then that's an issue. That that's a problem. We're not. I wasn't talking about that. I'm talking about n- normal behavior of wanting to have dinner together, of wanting to perhaps take a walk in the park, do things like that together. Um, if you can't. Uh, function by yourself ever then that that is a problem I mean you know there is there is downtime where you can read a book by yourself and like you say do something for yourself just for yourself yeah and, and so those like times of that that someone's busy so actually I just was doing some googling and like warning signs of a codependent relationship would be like people pleasing so like they have no choice but to keep them happy they don't want to say no even if it like interferes with their own needs lack of boundaries so like you don't respect the other person's boundaries um or like you don't recognize any boundaries well, these are all basics. poor self-esteem so right. like you one person needs approval of the other person to right. have any purpose these um, are signs of immaturity too <laughs> i mean you can be well, I, I they really are i think i think a lot of this and you can be old and be immature uh, in your thinking I, I think yeah this, i guess like emotionally immature yeah, emotionally um, immature this this sounds like you know that you're relying on somebody to have a personality that would fulfill you that's not what it's yeah. supposed to be i think i have a codependent relationship with my mom and you i think you have of. one with me yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure i don't know about your mom it was, yeah i had like, one with my i think i had one with my dad yeah, actually, that I wanted to always be with him and have his approval. I think that sometimes that happens with the parent and child. And eventually, when you become a parent yourself, or when you have a, it, it tapers off. When you're, mm-hmm. when you, when, uh, of course, I, I was dependent on my dad till the day he died. So I don't know if it did. In my case, it didn't taper off. Um, that's personal. As long as it doesn't change relationships. If you're in a relationship, and your mother or father or brother or sister becomes in be- gets in between you and your um 
significant other, then there's a problem. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a different situation altogether. But I think it's more like about having your own autonomy and like you have to make a serious effort because I feel like a lot of people listening can probably relate to it. But like, you know, I call my mom five times a day. And I be, used to call my mother yeah. every single hour on exactly. the day. And then I ended up playing bridge with her half, uh, every <laughs> afternoon. But I don't think that's like normal is it what I'm saying. It might not be normal for yeah. some, but for us it was normal. And yeah. we, we, we really enjoyed each other's company. That was, is I think you can define it, if you see your mother as your mother and also your best friend. Some people don't, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're, they're strictly a, a relationship or, or a brother. If you see your brother, now I had one brother that I saw as my best friend. So, uh, you know, I think you yeah, can't. But a best friend is different than like relying someone to make all of your decisions. No, but I have to tell you, I ran every decision that I ever made by him. And Even he, like what to have for lunch? Well, well, that's ridiculous, Kim. If you need to have that, then there's something that, then you better grow up. I fully do that, though. Well, then that's no good. Yeah. Then you, no need, good. you got to talk through that. Right. Okay, so we got a lot of listener questions on Instagram. Most of them we are going to answer on social media, but we some of them we wanted to go through here because we thought they would be good longer discussions. Gefilte fish, yay or nay? <laughs> that's a question okay i like it <laughs> and i like it with red horseradish and poppy likes it with white horseradish but stri- strictly for a holiday <laughs> it's only for a holiday it's for passover it, it doesn't get eaten the rest of the year hmm. what's an elegant behavior you would like to see in young people well i think well you know my feeling about making an effort for um, um, uh, either a date or a friend or uh, any kind of occasion that you have uh, together. I think opening a car door is still very nice. Um, being Just being gentlemanly. I, I still think walking on the outside of a woman on the street is sort of still respectful. How do you stay so energetic? <laughs> I have to keep up with my granddaughter. So that's that's really the bottom line. It's making me younger. How to handle haters classily? Well, I wouldn't deal with a hater. And if somebody uh, is mean to you, uh, if it's, you know, if, if it's on on the uh, your Phone. social media type of pages, I would just turn them off. I wouldn't even pay attention to them. I know it's hurtful. And especially the, for young adults, it's always more hurtful. Um, just ignore it because it really isn't worth talking about. Yeah, we've I've been getting some hate on Instagram and... Because you're because you're getting popular, so people yeah. hate other. There are some people who don't like success, and that's their problem. You just have to eliminate. I it. just block them. It's yeah. like it's your page. Like you should have the people like Correct. boosting you up and being positive on your page. And if someone's negative, like you don't get to comment. Sorry. Right. Like, how do you tell a guy he's not the right one for me? Well, you know, I guess being honest. I mean, you you could sometimes like somebody as a really nice friend, uh, but it just doesn't have we've talked about the tingle and if you don't feel it after a while it's silly to lead somebody on and uh, sometimes um it's better off either stopping it and sometimes you know in the future maybe they come back again and it's be it's revisited but usually it's not so you just have to be polite and be nice not mean and say you know i hope we can end as friends because it really is not the relationship I need. Always blame it on yourself because it's not really their fault if you're breaking up with the man or the man Sometimes is breaking up with is. the woman. Yeah, but very but rarely. It's not. usually usually it's a one-sided thing. So, you know, always put it on your on yourself. Okay, great. 
thank you guys for listening this week. We have a lot of exciting guests coming up the next few weeks. And uh, you know how to follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Excuse my grandma is our handle. And we'll see you next week. Bye.